0: Hi everyone, I'm Kelsey and I'm Lindsay and you're listening to Hobbits at Heart. Yay, Yay. welcome back everybody. Here we are again. Another couple of weeks have gone by actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, that's my fault because I got COVID everyone. Aww, so, yay.
1: <laughs> that's okay though. We want to make sure you were okay. And you also went to Yosemite, which is cool. Yeah, I in did. That time. Yeah, I did.
0: I I think I got COVID before I went to Yosemite, but I was in COVID in COVID. <laughs> I was in Yosemite in the interim before I showed any symptoms, um, which was so freaking gorgeous. I oh had never been God. to Yosemite before, and I absolutely loved it. Um, you were right, Kelsey. I cried. <laughs>
1: Right? Isn't Tunnel View just so amazing? It's
0: so beautiful. I didn't actually cry at Tunnel View. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> I cried when we saw the redwood trees, like the sequoias. Yeah. Because these trees are thousands of years old. Like they've the- seen so much. Yeah, and I was just like picturing like, "Oh my god, this tree was here in like 400 AD." Like what was the world like back then? And I just, yeah, I cried like multiple times, just like looking oh, at trees.
1: <laughs> and did you see the big one where it has like the picture of John Muir and Teddy Roosevelt standing next to it and stuff? Yeah. I was like, oh, this is where they created the national park system. <laughs> I know. Oh, so cool. I think when I went, I cried when we left. Mm. I was like, I don't want to leave. It's so beautiful. (laughs) It
0: really is. It's like a very magical place. Like I've heard people say like, oh, this is my Disneyland or like, this is my favorite place on earth. And I was like, I could totally see it. Like there just is something that feels very special about that park.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's just like, there's a, there's a magic to it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it makes me want to go see other national parks.
0: I know. Same. I was literally like two days ago looking at campgrounds at um, Sequoia National Park. Oh, <laughs> I was nice. like, I can't stop. Yes. <laughs> Must resist. <laughs> yeah. But I am claiming because we hiked to the top of Vernal Falls, which was like, oh, wow. So yeah, it was so beautiful. I seriously felt like Frodo and Sam climbing to <laughs> She Loves Lair, though, because like <laughs> There were so many steps
1: (laughs) carved into the
0: stone and I was just like huffing and puffing. And my friend was like, wow, Lindsay, I can't believe you did that while you like unknowingly had COVID. And I was like, yes, that is
1: why I was dying.
0: We'll say that.
1: (laughs) No, because you're a hobbit and you can withstand more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: But I'm just like extra strong.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You are.
0: We already know it. Thanks. Thanks.
1: (laughs) So that's my update. What's what's new with you, Kelsey? Well, I before I talk about myself, I do want to say that I—I I mean, not to speak on behalf of you, but just so our listeners aren't concerned that you are feeling better and that oh, you yeah. are okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that's a good
0: point. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> um, I will say the first couple of days were really rough. Uh, even though I'm vaxxed and boosted, it knocked me pretty hard. But um, I'm doing better. Yay! A little nasally and. If I say weird things, I'm gonna blame it on brain fog. <laughs> hey, that's totally valid. Yeah, I'm just
1: happy to be back here with you. I know, me too. Um, okay, now I'm about me. Now I'll get to hear about you. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question. Um, I, which you already know this, but the listeners don't. I got my first tattoo today. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. I know it. It hurts a little right now. It's a little stingy. I don't know if it can see it in the frame kind of um (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got it in honor of my one of my mentors from college that passed away in 2020 and I have this card from her that she gave me on graduation like when I graduated from that school and it's been on my wall for like five years just because I just love her. (laughs) And in it, she wrote a poem from Maya Angelou that says a songbird doesn't sing because it has an answer. It sings because it has a song. And then she wrote underneath now go sing. And so I got now go sing in her handwriting.
0: I love that so much. I think that is
1: just like the
0: sweetest story. Like I, I love that it's honoring your mentor. I love the message behind what she wrote. Uh, just like the Thanks. perfect first tattoo.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I literally, I've been wanting to get a tattoo for a while, like a couple years, but I've always been like, I don't know, I really like this one, but I just, I don't know, I don't know. And I'm very yeah. indecisive, so that didn't surprise me. But I thought of this one like less than a month ago and I said, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I, I know, no regrets or a second, like I'm not doubting myself at all about it. And I just freaking did it.
0: Yeah. But last night when we were talking and you were like, by the way, I'm getting a tattoo tomorrow. I was like, what? (laughs) I know that you had mentioned wanting a tattoo in the past, but Mm -hmm. this was something new. And it just like was so unexpected to me. Yeah. You know, because I like I guess I just assumed that that would be something that you would like. Deliberate over for a long time (laughs) and like need to process
1: with you (laughs) and verbalize. Yeah. No, I mean, I told my sister about it and she was like, it's perfect. And I was like, literally, I could get it today and have no issues. And she's like, that's how I felt with my first tattoo. And I was like, okay, let's do it then. And so, yeah. And it, it like, for how big it is and where it is, it hurt a little more than I thought it would because everyone's like, nah, just like a cat scratching you. And I'm like, okay, if a cat scratches you, way deep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. I feel like I have four tattoos and they are all always very painful to me. And every time I like forget how painful they are and then they start and I'm always
1: like, "Oh, I don't know if I can do this. (laughs) How long is this going to take? I mean, yeah, yeah, I, the inside like here hurt more. And then there was a part where I was like, Oh, I'm getting used to this. And then it would like go deeper. And I was like, okay <laughs> but i literally uh shannon went with me and i she held my hand and then when we were done i like stood up and looked at it in the mirror and i just started crying <laughs> i was just like it's perfect and my poor tattoo artist was like oh no crying and i was like no no it's okay it this is just really important to me it, it's not a bad thing and they were like okay okay um they didn't speak a lot of english so i didn't explain to them like the whole story behind it we just kind of got down to business so they didn't know I was gonna ask like did you tell them the story no they they weren't that social which was totally fine I just talked to Shannon the whole time but I didn't want to be like oh here's my whole story and blah 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 and like freak them out so yeah that makes sense but they did an amazing
0: job yeah it's really cute I really like it thanks I was going to say, I have to talk when I'm getting a tattoo to like distract myself from the pain. Yeah. And one of the tattoos that I got, the, the biggest one that I got was actually in Thailand mm-hmm. and my tattoo artist didn't speak English. And so, and I didn't have oh, any no. phone service. So I was like, how do I distract myself? Oh no. <laughs> Were you not with um, Kirsten? She was getting her tattoo like at oh, the no. other end of the oh. shot. <laughs> oh no it's okay I
1: survived you did you did yeah and now we're two tatted hobbits yeah we are it feels like such an accomplishment not only just getting it but like being so sure of something like it just is makes me feel good you know yeah it's a big
0: decision to get something on your body for yeah permanent (laughs)
1: forever yeah yeah Um, also what I did today is, uh, I read chapter eight. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yay. And actually it went by a lot quicker than I thought because it's kind of a longer chapter. It's like 30 pages. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, but I enjoyed it and I actually read the first half a couple days ago. So I hope I don't forget like what happened, but of course I wrote notes and I think we're ready to jump on in. Yeah, I think so. I think it's my turn to read us in. It is. Chapter eight, Flies and Spiders. They walked in single file. The entrance to the path was like a sort of arch leading into a gloomy tunnel made by two great trees. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) The tunnel. (laughs) The tunnel. Damn it. I couldn't do it. I could not read that. Okay. Take two. The entrance to the path was like a sort of arch leading into a gloomy tunnel made by two great trees that leant, lent together, too old and strangled with ivy and hung with lichen. Lichen? This is lichen. a hard one. Yeah, start lichen.
0: Do you want to start over? <laughs> no,
1: I'm not okay. perfect. No one needs to think that I am. Okay. Uh, too old and strangled with ivy and hung with lichen, lichen. <laughs> to bear more than a few blackened leaves. Wow. There you have it, people. What a chapter. <laughs> Yay, Kelsey. That was hard.
0: That that was uh, a hard one. That was a hard one. I know okay. lent like L-E-A-N-T. Like yeah. It, it feels like it should be that leaned together, not that lent together.
1: Yeah. But I just didn't know there was like a past, a different past tense of leaned
0: I know. Are we, have we been saying it wrong all along? I mean, like Tolkien was like a linguist, so I feel like he knew what was, well, what.
1: he's just being extra fancy. And, and I, I did am. actually, and I have this in my notes, but I did have to Google some words today. So Ooh, yeah. I Googled a few as well. I wonder if they're the same ones. <laughs> Probably. Oh, it's, yeah. it's lent, lent. It is. Past lent. tense. Past so you tense don't lean. So you don't say they leaned together.
0: You'd say they lent together.
1: Hold on, let me look at the difference between Lent and leaned. Lent and leaned. English okay. lessons with hobbits at heart, everyone. Oh, two spelling variants of the same word. Uh, is it like an
0: English versus <laughs> English versus English, a British versus American type situation? Like colored and colored or
1: theater oh, and theater. Um, no, depending on the preposition or adverb used, lean has more than one meaning. Hmm. I don't know. I, I can't be bothered to really. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, there you go. More lessons on English. I know
0: <laughs> that always gets really confusing to me with like the UK <clears throat> versus the American ways of spelling things. Like yeah. I get all confused, like yeah. canceled with one L or two L's. I don't freaking know. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Cause either way is technically correct.
1: Oh, or like theater with an E R or an R E, mm-hmm, which is flavor my existence. with an O U R or an O R. Uh-huh. Although I do prefer the O U R; it's a little more edgy. Like
0: either like color, like O U R. I don't know. Yeah, I just like to throw it in every now and then,
1: <laughs> confuse people. Okay, but how do you re- how do you typically spell
0: theater? Well, at my work, we spell it R E, the okay. English way, or UK I prefer
1: way. I prefer that way yeah the, the, theater. <laughs> the, theater. <laughs> the theater the theater the theater theatre. speaking oh of theatrics um yeah. here we are um i will say i know i just read that beginning very poorly but at the end of that first paragraph i love that they're saying that he uses the details of um all the trees oh there's leaned he says leaned <laughs> what just one sentence later yeah what the heck that's not what I was going to say but while all the trees leaned over them and listened I just love like personifying the trees in that way mm-hmm. and it reminded me of the trees in Honden Mansion where you're going down the hill backwards and they're all like <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you know when yes. they like lean over you and yeah they're like
0: blinking and looking at you that's what I pictured that's definitely the Mirkwood Forest trees
1: for yeah, sure yeah I mean that act- that scene in that ride. To be f- to be clear, everybody, I was talking about the attraction, not the movie, but the that scene. Really like Merkwood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh,
0: man. That just makes me think of how I still long for a Lord of the Rings Middle-earth theme park.
1: <laughs> I know. I know.
0: <laughs> Merkwood would be like a good one. It'd be like a good maze, like a horror type <gasps> maze.
1: Oh my gosh, Lindsay. We should <laughs> Okay, let's make more plans like we do every time. We should create a Lord of the Rings themed haunted house for Halloween. <gasps> that would be so cool. Oh we my god. Have and Shelob and you Oh, can have, like the oh my Mines god. of
0: Moria. Yeah, yeah. Mordor.
1: The swamp, like the-, uh-huh.
0: the marshes.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. That would be really cool. And then at the end, it's like, we're at the Shire. You made it. (laughs) You made it back. Or like you, it's like the whole story. You start at the Shire and it's like, (laughs) well, that's not the Shire music, but you know.
0: And then suddenly they're uh, zombie hobbits.
1: (laughs) Yes. No, the, the dead army. Oh yeah. We got this made. And then or Denethor comes out and Godless. throws tomatoes at you. <laughs>
0: he just like goes right in front of you and bites a tomato. <laughs> and it like bursts into your in your face. Oh my God. Everyone has to sign a like consent form. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, it's getting out of hand.
0: <laughs> Blood <laughs> slash cherry juice may splash on your face. So <laughs> we're not can, liable. <laughs> someone can be Gollum. Oh my god. Oh, this is good. I know, I'm telling you, if they ever need any good ideas,
1: we got them.
0: And we they, sure I mean, do. like the Lord of the Rings people. <laughs> people.
1: <laughs> also, I know we haven't gone into this part of the story yet, but I have to say, Lindsay, your background on Zoom has spiders on it, and I keep looking at it. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Uh, big that, big no, one cover it up, <laughs> cover it. No, the little ones on the side I can deal with, but that big spider butt is staring at me. I'm
0: so sorry. I know I'm surprised that this isn't bothering me, but I'm okay with it right now. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. Well, we you should. choose
0: it. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, we should probably continue down because this is a, this is quite, like you said, quite the chapter. This yeah. is a really good chapter, I think. I mean, I think we said this before, or I said this before, that after they make it through the goblin tunnel and riddles in the dark, like, I just feel like every chapter from there on out is just, more and more exciting,
1: and while it is still this chapter is still like another obstacle along the way or another battle. There's so much character development in yes, this chapter. so let's jump in. Yes,
0: um I mean my very first couple notes are just like so spooky. Hell no, the absolute worst. God, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Because it oh, talks gosh. about how. The nastiest things they saw were the cobwebs, dark, dense cobwebs with threads extraordinarily thick, often stretched from tree to tree or tangled in the lower branches on either side of them. And I was just
1: like, oh, my God. No, thank you. Gross. No, thank you. I am not a fan and I will never be. Mm -mm. Oh, my gosh, Lindsay. And on top of all the creepy cobwebs and just like it just being so eerie when they're talking about how stuffy the air is. Oh, I just like feel so suffocating. Yeah. I like cannot handle things
0: being stuffy. Like it really makes me feel panicky. Like if I'm in a car and someone doesn't have like the AC or the fan on, or if I'm in a room with a lot of people and there's no ventilation, like, I start to get panicky. Me too. <laughs> so that was just like one of those, oh, hell knows" for me because <laughs> it even says that it, he felt as if he was being slowly suffocated. And I was like, oh my God,
1: I would not last a day in Mirkwood Forest. Yeah, no, that is, it's so, ugh. and there's no escape. Like you can't just like run over somewhere, like run over to another side of it and have it feel less stuffy. Mm-hmm. Ugh, gross can't just crack the window you know (laughs) no there's no fan to turn on i know
0: Uh. and then to make things even scarier it talks about how at night there are all of these eyes looking at them in the dark and like insect eyes and animal eyes Mm -mm. (sighs) nope i would have
1: turned around this is no no i just wrote a lot in my notes nope yeah (laughs) And I have to agree.
0: I think at one point it says that they began to hate this more than even the goblin tunnels. And I was like, I agree. Like, I do think Mirkwood is the worst that they've faced yet. Even worse than the goblins.
1: Yeah. And I do think though, like, it's meant to do that to you and Mm -hmm. like play tricks on your brain kind of thing, you know? And like, I don't know why, but it seems like it is somewhat magical in some way. So I don't know. It just... Yeah. Creepy, creepy. Also, I have to say, I'm like looking at my notes and I'm so glad I have notes because I totally forgot about the whole boat thing. Like I completely forgot about it. Oh yeah. So much happens in this chapter. Oh my gosh. I know. But before
0: we get to that, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just one more thing. It's okay. About how awful Merkwood is and the things that make me want to panic is when they start talking about how they know that the food won't last forever and yes. they know that the water won't last forever. And I thought about how, first of all, you and I are both just like always hungry, but yeah. also how we both have <clears> our <throat> emotional support water bottles at all times. <laughs> mine is right here. And so is mine.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, I can't see you in the background. There we, go. there we go. And there's
0: our, wait. With our sticker. Hobbit's at Hobbit heart our sticker. sticker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're failing miserably trying to show this with the virtual background
0: yeah uh but once again just like more panic more panic
1: that's all yeah no I completely agree when I first was reading this whole section I was just like oh my god my heart's racing I don't like this I do not want to be there how do they do this and I think I even wrote somewhere like how do they do this how I know
0: (laughs) (laughs) even when they like say that they're just like being very careful on their provision so they're like hardly eating anything let me tell you Kelsey when I was in Yosemite <laughs> and I did that hike to the top of the waterfall uh-huh. it was like we set out at 6 30 a.m I think we made it to the top of the waterfall at like 9 45 oh and by gosh. then I was already eating my lunch <laughs> like <laughs> I ate my peanut butter and jelly at nine 45 in the morning and I had like snacks and everything, Mm -hmm. but by three o'clock I was like, I am going to fall over if I don't eat something. And I had had like granola bars, nuts, like Uh trail mix chips. I had like all of these (laughs) snacks, but I was like, I need a meal.
1: (laughs) No, you and I would definitely not survive. This trip yeah, no, in so. Merkwood. Sorry. Like, nice knowing you.
0: Yeah. Props <laughs> to Bilbo, man. He's really throwing showing his strength.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the dwarves. Yeah, them too. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you're right. Like like hobbits need more food. So yeah. <laughs> you said that the that was the <laughs> least compassionate I think I've ever heard you. Yeah, them too. I guess I just like
0: like, I like the dwarves, but I'm not like, yeah, go dwarves for whatever reason, you know?
1: Because go hobbits. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So anyways, like you were saying, the boat.
1: Yeah. So they see, so first they see the water and I was like, wait, I think Bayorn said something about not, not touching the water. I Like, mm-hmm. I literally was like, I don't remember what he said, but he said something about not to touch it. And they mentioned it again too. And I like how they see a boat in the water, but I like how, um, all of the dwarves are relying on Bilbo to kind of see the boat and see how far away it is because he has better eyesight than them. And I was like, mm-hmm. he said it was 12 yards away. And they're all like, can you see it? Can, can you see blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, 12 yards. Isn't that far? <laughs> like a football field is a hundred yards and you could easily see a boat on the other side of a football field. That's true. But I guess it's dark, right?" Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> literally, the whole time I was thinking, twelve yards is really not that far, you guys. I literally wrote down in my book,
0: I was like thirty six feet <laughs> I needed uh, like I was like I can't think of how far a yard is. So I was yeah. like, hold on. <laughs> I'm impressed that you knew that a football field is a hundred yards. I don't even know that. <laughs> Lizzie, really? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't like watch sports. <laughs>
1: Oh gosh. Yep. A football field is a hundred yards and then there there are lines on the field every 10 yards. I mean, I knew that. I just didn't know how long it was. <laughs> I knew that. I just didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So I knew. Okay. okay. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> the fact that it was dark makes a lot more sense now. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. This chapter, when it when it describes in detail, like the the moments of scariness, <laughs> the moments of scariness, you know, like in the dark and everything, it's really hard for me to catch every single detail because it's so flustered that it's like, I think that's kind of the point, but mm-hmm. it's hard to catch everything. So it's overwhelming for sure. Uh-huh. So they find
0: this boat and figure out a way to basically like throw a rope and hook it and pull it over to their side and then Thorin. Mm-hmm. in like, very quickly decides what order they're going to cross. And they all make it across basically without any issues until poor Bomber is Uh climbing out of the boat. And then that's when a deer jumps out and they all, like, get, like, well, I guess Thorin actually is the one who's, like, really paying attention and he shoots it with his arrow. But because it jumps past Bomber, he falls into the water, mm-hmm. and they all lose the boat and panic, and it's a disaster.
1: Yeah, that was a good summary. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have to say, this whole uh, scene, and I guess Merkwood in general, really does, and I, I say this quite frequently, but it reminds me of Harry Potter, of um, the Forbidden Forest, first of all, but also the Patronus of the, like, stag, because oh, it's like yeah. across the water and everything, and I'm like, man, J.K. Rowling really took some imagery from these books. Because, girl, this is where it originated. <laughs> yeah, J.K. <laughs> but What's let's not get. That? No. Yeah, no, let's <laughs> not let's not get into that.
0: Uh, I I have to. Okay, this is such a tangent always, but I did sit allegedly in the same seat where J.K. Rowling supposedly wrote
1: Harry Potter in Edinburgh in Scotland at the Elephant
0: Cafe. Mm -hmm.
1: Nice. We went to that coffee shop, but I didn't sit in any chair. Oh, yeah. I got
0: coffee. And supposedly she could like she was sitting by the window and she could see the castle and like a cemetery Mm. is like what I heard. I don't know if this is true. And where I was sitting, I was looking out the window and I was like, huh, I'm by a window looking at the castle. And I see a graveyard? And I was like, Ooh. this is the seat.
1: <laughs> oh, that's cool, Wins. Yeah. That's oh, cool. I love I Edinburgh. Love. I know. Me too. I want to so go back. gorgeous. So many castles. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Bomber starts drowning in the water. And as we know, uh, they were told not to go into the water. And so when they finally get him out of the water, it seems as he is fast asleep. Mm-hmm.
0: He's enchanted. I do have to say, Kelsey, um, I had to note that I did not appreciate the amount of fat shaming that poor Bomber goes through I agree. because he's upset that he can't cross the river. Like he's last across the river and Thorne says, you should not be so fat as you are. You must be with the last and the lightest boatload. And I was just like, I feel like that's like the second or third time they've
1: called out Bomber for being fat and I don't appreciate it. And I agree with you. And also, yeah, I get the weight distribution of the boat, but like, Mm -hmm. why does the last load have to be lightest? Just get him over there. Yeah, come on. Yeah, just
0: just... they could have sent him in the first load and had less people in the first load.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bilbo's way lighter than the other dwarves. He could have easily gone with Bilbo and Thorin in the Mm -hmm. first load. I
0: agree. Just saying. Just saying. Just
1: saying. I know.
0: I don't know why my note made me laugh when I talked about um, how they have to carry Bomber. I I wrote just one bad thing after the next.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's frustrating because they're like so close, but they don't know it. So when it says, yet if they had known more about it and considered the meaning of the hunt and the white deer that had appeared upon their path, they would have known that they were at least drawing towards the Eastern edge and would soon have come if they could have kept up their courage and their hope to thinner trees and places where the sunlight came again. And I'm like, ah, and I know that it's not going to happen, but they're just, I just picturing them walking through, it looks like such a deep, thick forest. And if they were to walk 12 yards to the left, (laughs) they would be out of it. Yeah.
0: I wrote, this has to be another life lesson about not giving up hope too soon. (laughs) Because, you know, it really does at times feel like you are in the thick of this forest and it's never gonna end and it's Mm -hmm. dark and it's scary and you're like oh my god I'm not gonna make it and like you said you could literally be just like 10 feet away from the edge so you know just don't give up hope yet
1: yeah (laughs) oh lens I really like that I just
0: love all the little nuggets of wisdom that Tolkien sprinkles in here
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. me too me too So after this, um, one of the dwarves is like, hey, why don't we climb? I think it's Thorin, maybe. I don't know. I'm not looking at that page right now. Yeah. But they're like, let's climb to the top of the trees. And when I say let's, I mean you, Bilbo, so that you can see like where we are. So of course he goes to the top of the tree and everywhere he looks around him is just like trees and trees and trees and trees. But what they don't know is that they're in a valley. So of course, anywhere you look is gonna be higher up than you. And it's gonna look like it never ends and ends. And yeah. that, this is another moment where Tolkien is telling us, the reader, this is why it looks this way. But as we know, like he's letting us know the secret, you know? Right. But it's like, of course, Bill
0: doesn't know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of like that. It, it does a cool thing like it stresses you out almost more because you're like they're they're
0: so close don't give up Bilbo you got this I know and I've always just kind of liked this scene too just for the fact that like you know he's up there he's finally getting the fresh air and there's all of these beautiful butterflies flying around and
1: the dwarves get really mad at him because they're like you got to have fresh air and we (laughs) did it uh-huh I almost wanted him to just like bounce from tree to tree I know (laughs) just like go that way out of the forest ah too bad he's not Tarzan I know (laughs) but I will say when they he does talk about the fresh air up there I could just feel that like cool breeze and and imagine how bright the sun must have been and how relieving it must have been (laughs) excuse me to be up there Mm
0: -hmm. yeah but then they that night eat their very last scraps and crumbs of food. And I have to say, this is when things, if you thought they were bad already, this
1: is when things are going to get worse (laughs) and only continue to get worse. Really? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I reading through this, I was like, Oh my gosh, these guys can't catch a break.
0: (laughs) I know. Uh, I thought it was crazy that so bomber wakes up Mm-hmm. And he says that he had forgotten everything that happened since they had left on their journey oh my gosh. in May.
1: Lindsay, yeah. I was like, what? Also, he remembers being at Bilbo's house. But I'm like, how convenient that this magical water just makes him forget up until the minute where they decided that what this trip is. Do you know what I mean? Like, it knows mm-hmm. the magic knows. The magic but can you
0: imagine like falling asleep and like as far as you know the last thing you did was like have a lovely dinner at someone's house and then you yeah. wake up and work workwood
1: forest no no thanks That'd be uh, terrifying well and i think because i read this part of the chapter a couple days ago i forgot that he forgot everything so think about the whole rest of the chapter not knowing why you're in this forest and then everything else happens too yeah. Oh gosh, and poor
0: Bomber. I know. No wonder why he just wants to go back to sleep. I would I too. Know. I love
1: when he's saying <laughs> that. Like, um, why did I ever wake up? <laughs> I'm like, Me, I feel that Me, every anyway. morning. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, oh, that was such a good dream. Why? Why? Even if it wasn't dreaming, I just prefer to be sleeping. I feel the same way. <laughs> Is that a sign of depression? I don't know. <laughs> and- <laughs> take care of yourselves people don't let me go on my therapy rant because i will oh no go to therapy not you everybody everybody should we all should process life okay um you don't have to have something wrong with you um (laughs) maybe you just really like sleep (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just just really like sleep like i you know
0: yeah
1: um what was i gonna say oh i love that thorin is getting annoyed with bomber and he's like, you know, Bomber's like, I couldn't count or describe the things in my dream that to eat and drink. And Thorin's like, then don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because you need not try. In fact, if you can't talk about something else, you had better be silent. We are quite annoyed enough with you as it is if you hadn't waked up. <laughs> She's probably wake it up, but whatever. And we should have left you to your idiotic dreams in the forest. Oh, uh. Thorin is kind of an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, he is. Thorin is
0: very snappy. He's just like, I don't got time for this.
1: Yeah. But I do understand like they're in a stressful situation. They just ran out of food. They're in Mirkwood. They have a long way to go. And Bomber is like, let me go back to sleep. Okay, Bomber, cry about it once and then move forward.
0: (laughs) Also too, can like you imagine having to carry like a large person? for four days like how cumbersome that would be and how much that would slow you down like I would be mad at bomber too to be honest yeah
1: yeah I would resent him a little bit yeah for sure but luckily it does the annoyance doesn't last too long because they just get themselves in more trouble (laughs) I know
0: (laughs) when it says uh Bilbo says what was that I thought I saw a twinkle of light in the forest I just wrote well here we go Yeah. Now
1: we're getting in the deep shit. (laughs) Yep. I know. I actually, this is where I started reading today and I don't have a lot of notes because I was so like intrigued on what was happening. And then I went, oh shoot, I need to take notes on all this.
0: (laughs) I mean, right away they see the torches and realize they're a good way off their track. And then Bomber is like, my dreams are coming true. And then they decide to go into the forest to look for them. And I'm like, do you guys not remember I know. Gandalf said it like five times,
1: don't leave the path. Yeah. And I was trying to remember during this, the rest of the chapter, actually, like, did Gandalf or Bayorn really warn them about lights? Like, I'm thinking, what? I don't think they did. But then I thought I remembered, oh, yeah, he literally just told them to stay on the path and they didn't. But again, they describe it as like, they can't help it because they're starving and like, they're going crazy.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, <laughs> this,
0: I actually wrote a note because um, Kelsey and I saw Hades Town together a couple weeks ago, which is a great show. If you guys, oh my seen gosh, it. yeah, check it, I it out. I know what you're gonna say? Yeah, and there's like a scene where a character makes a decision, and um, the fates, who kind of like help narrate some of the story, were basically saying like, "You can judge someone all you want if you have your belly full, but like if you were starving, like what would you do?" You know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that is very true. Like if I were starving, I probably would do what Bilbo and the dwarves do.
1: Yeah. Your brain does some weird stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. It tries to justify things that your logical, healthy self wouldn't. So yeah. It's very interesting to me. So at this point, I was like, okay, are these lights a trick of the forest or is it like, because uh, at first when they said there were like people there eating and stuff and I was like, oh, these are probably elves. I, like, mm-hmm. I don't know the way they described it. I was like, it's probably elves. But part of me didn't want to believe that because I thought it could just be an optical illusion that's like luring them in. And then then all the lights go out and then they die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it man. Didn't,
0: didn't
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it could have been a trap.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I kind of like this part of like how they describe all the elves dressed in green and brown and sitting on sawn offerings of felled trees in a great circle with a fire and torches. Like it all just seems very like whimsical and like mm-hmm. eerie. And I just kind of like the, I don't know, the idea of these like elves living in this enchanted forest and having a party. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like it too, but I almost it was like too good to believe. Cause I'm like, yeah. how are they being so fine yet? They are all struggling so much. Like this has to be a trick, mm-hmm. which it kind, I mean, it, it isn't, it isn't. Yeah. And anyway. eventually like I learned what it is, but at this yeah. point, at this point I wasn't so sure. So, and they describe like the smell of the food. And I was like, can you imagine not having eaten for like, at this point, five days, Oh my God, no. And then smelling the roast, and oh my gosh. <laughs> also, I eat roast and it sounds good. I know, right?
0: I was reading this chapter. I don't remember. I think I skipped over that note earlier. But when I was reading this chapter, this was last night before I went to bed, and I was like so hungry. <laughs> oh and no I was like, that's the worst I know and I was already in bed and I had already brushed my teeth and it was like 10 oh. 30 p.m and I was like I don't really want to get up and get a snack but I just kept reading about how hungry they were and then I was <laughs> like I'm so hungry too yeah
1: <laughs> and then it makes me think if they could last five days I can go to bed <laughs> I, I know not eat right now but sometimes you just gotta eat a nighttime snack yeah yeah
0: which I would have, but I had brushed my teeth and I was like, yeah, you don't want to do that again. Ugh, yeah, such a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So basically at this point, they're all like, we're so hungry. There's this beautiful feast happening before us. Like, why don't we just step in and beg for food? Mm-hmm. And that's when all of the lights go out and mayhem ensues.
1: Yeah. And I was, you know, I was corrected in my thinking later on in the chapter, but my initial thought was like, why did they all just go? They should have snuck in and like started to listen and learn more about them. But also my first thought was like, just Bilbo put on the ring and go steal some food. Yeah. Like what? And then literally the next sentence is like, before Bilbo had time to put on his ring. The, the lights went out and blah, 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 He stumbled and blah, 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 blah. So I was yeah. Like, okay, fine. But I forgot that the dwarves don't know about the ring. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was interesting.
0: Yeah. And then that happens a few times. Like they just keep trying and they just keep. <laughs> yes. Like two or three times. Uh-huh. And then. And then. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for the worst nightmare of all.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This. I thought. Oh, yeah, go.
0: This to me is worse than She Lobs Lair because at least in She Lobs Lair, there's just like one spider, which I will say is absolutely terrifying and awful and disgusting, but like the amount of spiders.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I thought you had said that this was easier for you to read than She Lobs Lair. I might've said that. (laughs) I I think it was easier
0: to read. Like it's not as, I guess, scary reading. Like it still feels lighthearted reading it, but like (laughs) lighthearted. Well, like the writing in the Hobbit is more lighthearted than in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Yeah, But I just like, like the thought, like if I had to pick face Shelob or be in Mirkwood forest with all the spiders, I don't know, okay. actually. I,
1: don't, I mean, I, I don't, don't want know. either one. I feel like Shelob is way like a better fighter. <laughs> That's you true. You know what I mean? Like, Ugh, it's freaking me out. Just I know. Ugh, <laughs> let's not. Let's not. It is freaking me out, too.
0: <laughs> Anyways, I just don't like how many spiders there are. Like, I have this fear. Well, obviously, I have a fear of spiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know this. Um, I
1: know. I'm surprised you're talking about it.
0: I know. But like, even in Yosemite, like whenever I'm around trees at night, especially like camping, I mm-hmm. always have to like wear a hood or a hat or something. Cause I just like oh. have this fear of like walking into like
1: a giant spider web and having a big spider on me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm proud of you though. You went camping anyway, and you read this chapter and you're doing, yeah. you're doing great things.
0: I also, okay. So I'm trying really hard to fight the phobia. And at one point in Yosemite in the area where we could refill our waters, it was like this kind of closet area with like a spigot. Uh-huh. And there was like a pretty big black spider in the corner there and all around those water spigot things. Yeah. Yeah. And my friend offered to fill my water bottle for me because she knows how scared I am of spiders. And Uh -uh. I was like, no, it's far enough away. It's not going (laughs) to jump that far. (laughs) (laughs) I can fill my
1: water. (laughs) Yeah. And I did. And I felt very proud of myself. Oh my gosh, Lance. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Oh yeah, man. Phobias are no joke. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. (laughs)
0: So let's talk more about mine in yeah. this chapter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sweating, so sorry. Honestly. Am, okay. <laughs> take a drink of water, take a deep breath. Yeah. Okay, so now that the spiders are here, when, when Tolkien says, like, describing it all and um, how Bilbo's getting, like, taken away or, fa- like, not taken away, but getting farther and farther away from the dwarves. And he says that was one of his most miserable moments, you know, that he's talking about like Bilbo's life (laughs) or like the entire (laughs) book as a whole and saying like this moment right here was literally one of the worst. And it really just puts it into context for you a little bit. And then he goes on to say, he sat himself down with his back to a tree and not for the last time fell to thinking of his far distant hobbit hole with its beautiful pantries. He was deep in thoughts of bacon and eggs and toast and butter when he felt something touch him. <laughs> like, what a lovely sentence and set up. And you think, you know, they're playing the Shire music again, I'm sure in the background when you're listening to the audiobook. And then, and then they have to ruin such a moment with a fucking spider. And I apologize right now. I'm going to be cussing about these spiders quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And in the audiobook, they start playing the she Lobs Lair music, yeah. which freaks me out because I don't like that music. <laughs> yeah. And the sound effects. I was like, I almost had to stop listening. I know. I know. I was like, why am I reading this in bed at night? When like <laughs> my literal feet, ph- like phobia comes from a spider being in my crib when I was like two or three years old. So like, my most, my most irrational fear, which actually isn't irrational because it has happened to me as an adult twice, <laughs> is having a spider on me in my bed. <laughs> like I cannot sleep at night because I think that there's Aww, spiders on
1: me. <laughs> Linz. hey, that's not irrational at all. This is all valid. Phobias are real. Your fears are valid. <laughs>
0: Thank you. It but you are. It's
1: happened. <laughs> but you also like shouldn't have read this before going to bed last night. I will say that.
0: <laughs> I know. I don't know what I was thinking. It's okay. I took some Nyquil, fellas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Good. <sighs> oh man. Okay. So they start to describe the spider, and I don't really want to go into detail about it because I don't mm-hmm. want to freak you out. But he, I was thinking about Shelob's lair and how, and I was trying to remember like how Frodo gets captured, but like Bilbo's really being a badass in this moment and thinking really quick on his feet to like free himself before he gets too tangled up in the web.
0: Bilbo definitely like keeps his wits about him and just reacts immediately. I know.
1: Yeah, I was like, I don't think I could be that um, quick thinking in that moment. I would have just been like, this is where I die. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm definitely a freeze
0: person, like fight flight or freeze freeze. i'm a freeze
1: (laughs) (laughs) well especially with spiders of course yeah (laughs) but then he remembers his sword and he takes it out and conquers the spider and my favorite sentence i think in the chapter is right here and it says it's kind of two sentences but i'll just for context go back a little somehow the killing of the giant spider all alone by himself in the dark without the help of the wizard or the dwarves or of anyone else, made a great difference to Mr. Baggins. He felt a different person and much fiercer and bolder in spite of an empty stomach. I know. I, was I like, love that. The, the character development. Like, But it's such a relatable moment. It's like he is proud of himself and he believes in himself and feels that shift in how he views himself without other people needing to validate it. And that is huge because we know he's been this person all along, but he sees it. And I like almost got emotional reading that because I think it's relatable. Like a lot of us can have those moments and I just really, I don't know. I really, really loved it. Yeah, I agree.
0: And I think it's important to like have those moments and acknowledge them too. Like, Mm -hmm. there'll be times where I'll be like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm proud of myself for doing that. Like, wow, Lindsay, that was real growth. And you did that all yourself. Like, no one else was around to help you. Mm -hmm. No one else saw you do it, but like, you did it. So, good job. Pat on the back. (laughs) You know,
1: I think I had one of those moments yesterday. So, I am just like, it's all so fresh, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just was like, (gasps) it's speaking to me this is so good and it 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 just it just makes me love bilbo so much like i did not expect uh, watching lord of the rings you just don't expect all of this from bilbo for some reason he's just kind of the like kooky old dude who's like has a birthday party and (laughs) likes the (laughs) ring a lot you know what i mean like this is just so much more than i expected and i'm just so excited Yeah.
0: And I think that's why I love the Hobbit so much, or one of the many reasons I love it
1: is just seeing Bilbo's character arc.
0: And I think we've talked about this before, but like Mm -hmm. you really do see him just be like a posh little Hobbit, loving his Hobbit hole to like now here he is fighting and killing spiders. Like he just grows so much and you get to go on that journey with him. And that's what I love.
1: Me too. Ugh. And Amlin's and right after this, it's when we learn that he names his sword Sting. Yes, finally. So I actually already knew that the his sword was Sting, but I didn't realize, I think when I like learned of that, or like got it spoiled or whatever, that it was actually a spoiler. I was like, oh, this is just something I'm probably supposed to know. But then oh. I read this sentence and was like, oh (laughs) this is where you're supposed to know
0: (laughs) yeah because I remember when we filmed or when we recorded that episode with Steven when they found Sting and he was like and then they find I was like the sword (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that's so funny I was like trying so hard not to spoil it for you and I think he was too like oh yes it's just this random dagger. I don't know. Yeah. Cause I think I was
1: like, well, the other two, what about this one? And you were like, yeah, it's just like a dagger. I was like, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, this is that You're glorious so- moment.
1: <laughs> You're so good at that. at Like not spoiling it for me. Thanks Lynn. I, I do my best. I, I know you best. do. I,
0: I really know you do. I know we both hate spoilers so much.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. I just hate a spoiler do too.
0: It's like even if it's something I'm never going to watch and like what if one day I do. You know? Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't want to see, I don't want to hear it from you. I want I want to experience it myself. Yeah, I want to like go through the like shock and awe and horror mm-hmm. and excitement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so after this, uh Bilbo's kind of like talking to himself about like, oh, why did we not remember Gandalf and Bayern's advice and he starts heading along like continuing on his journey and I do like that Tolkien says it's saying that he's going in a direction and Tolkien is like and he guessed more or less right as you will see and I'm so glad that he like tells us don't worry he's going in the right direction to just alleviate some of the stress knowing that there's going to be so much more stress but at least we know he is going in the right direction and I don't have to worry about that (laughs) and
0: I love that he says and by luck which he was born with a good share of it. And I was like, he really was born with a good share of luck. Like so far, mm-hmm. Bilbo has been very lucky. I agree. So, I agree. Good for him. Somehow someone blessed him once. I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay, Lindsay, since when can these spiders talk? I'm sorry. Could she lob talk? No. Okay. Not that we know of. These spiders talk and I don't know if it's just because it's Mirkwood or there's, I don't know, or just Bilbo can understand spiders and this is like a parcel tongue situation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like everything talks in The Hobbit, like the
1: eagles talk.
0: Yeah, but they don't in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It's just more whimsical, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: And also like Shelob, like why would Shelob talk to Frodo and Sam, you know? Like maybe if there were other spiders with she loved, she would have talked.
1: Oh yeah, maybe. So yeah, the spiders are talking and they Bilbo can hear them talking about the dwarves. So of course Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, they must've captured the dwarves. I must be close, which of course he is. And I think, so Bilbo's like trying to come up with a plan and I literally wrote in my notes like, WTF, what is he gonna do? I know. You are sitting there and you see 13 dwarves hanging in the very tight 13, right? Yeah. Or I guess 12. Yeah. <laughs> okay, in this scene 12, 12 dwarves hanging from these trees in webs and you're surrounded by spiders and you have to freaking figure out what to do. Like what would you do, Lindsay? Who <laughs> would like curl up and cry?
0: I don't know, man. Like yeah. I really don't know.
1: I yeah, I was, like, shocked. Like, I really do not know what he's going to do. So I love the little, like, exposition they give us on how he's really good at throwing stones and how even, like, birds would fly away when they knew he was around. Um, yeah. And and then just I just thought it
0: was cute. And then I like how he goes on to say, like, indeed, Bilbo could do a lot of things besides blowing smoke rings, asking riddles, and cooking that I haven't had the time to tell you about. And I was yes. like,
1: like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what else is I know, Bilbo I was good like, at? No, we can take some time and
0: learn about that. I'm okay with that. Come on. We love a tangent.
1: (laughs) Yes. So Bilbo's plan is to distract the spiders. Essentially. He's going to throw stones at them. First, first he put the ring on. Thank the Lord. I know he's invisible and maybe he already did that, but he's invisible. Now he's throwing stones at the spiders and he has really good aim. So now all of them are like, what's over there. Let's go over there. There must be a person. Once the spiders go towards Bilbo, he, like, leaves and goes around, so they are all distracted trying to look for him as he goes back to try to help the um, dwarves. But in the process, he's singing songs and taunting the spiders, which I love. (laughs) I know. I love his
0: taunts, like – Old fat spider spinning in his tree. Old fat spider can't
1: see me. I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, Bilbo. <laughs> yes. And then adder cop, adder cop, and uh, is what I ended up googling because I was like, I don't know what that means. But then later they talk about it again, and yeah. like how offensive it is. And so I did look it up. Actually, I did
0: too because Kelsey, I have read this book countless times. I read it. Oh my god. Wow. Okay, hold on. I was gonna say over 10 years ago, but it's really like closer to almost 20 years ago, which kind of is crazy. Whoa. Um and I have never looked up what Adder Cop meant. Like I just I've always wondered, I've always been like, what the heck is Adder Cop? I like say it sometimes like to myself in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my gosh, stop. That's but, like,
0: funny. I don't know
1: what it means. So I'm happy that we both looked this up. Well, yeah. So when I first looked it up, it literally said spider. And I was like, oh. But then underneath it, it says an ill-natured person. Mm -hmm. So I almost wonder if it's like a – I don't think double entendre is the right word, but like it's a mean word for a spider.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's apparently an old English word. And it's from adder, which means poison, and cop, which means the head. So (gasps) –
1: Oh, it was
0: cop or coppa was also used by itself to mean a spider. So cobweb really ought to be spelled cop web. So like it means spider, but it also grew to mean like, you know, a uh, what do you call it? Um, like villainous person or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like that. And then also Tom naughty. I didn't know, and I looked it up, and it's like a foolish or stupid person. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And apparently,
0: it also means an Atlantic
1: puffin. Oh, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that Tolkien is like, you know, Bilbo... The saying these songs, not very good, perhaps, but then you must remember that he had to make it up himself on the spur of a very awkward moment. And I was like, I think these are pretty good. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah, I think so too. I would never be able to come up with that. I'd be
1: like, hey, you (laughs) dumbass. (laughs) Like, I'm over here and it's you're a spider and I need to run away and stay alive. (laughs) Dumbass. (laughs) Yeah, we wouldn't last in Mirkwood. I know. Oh my gosh. So he, so he distracts the spiders successfully, but then they all start going towards him and like circling him. So he's getting trapped because they're all creating like webs all around. And so he's like, Oh, there's an opening there. Let me just cut it open. And of course the, spiders see that they don't see him but they see it get cut open and I thought he should have like I actually don't know I don't know what he should have done but they all notice and so of course they all go chasing after him and it explains that they're hurrying after the hobbit uh-huh. along do you not want me to read it no go ahead Look <laughs> your ears along the ground and the branches Hairy legs waving, <sighs> nippers and spinners snapping, eyes popping full of froth and rage. <laughs> like uh. Tolkien went way too hard on that one. He did not need to, and I just don't want him to. I know, but I can like picture it,
0: which I hate. Like, I can picture it so well. It's yes. so horrifying.
1: But he, he ends up like running enough ahead of them to go back to the dwarves to start cutting them loose he ends up having to kill the spider that is guarding the dwarves, which I did like that when it says, um, before the spider knew what was happening, it felt his sting and rolled off the branch dead. And I'm like, ooh, because it's like sting, but also he's feeling the sting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I made it sound so cool. It's not, you know, it's a spider. (laughs) But they mention it again, like he's got a sting, and I'm like, oh, because it's like a bug, yeah, it's like, I a, like bug it. a bug, yeah. <laughs> so then he basically frees
0: Feely first and then, um, slowly kind of gets all of the dwarves, um, or not all of them, but he gets a handful of them out of the cobwebs. There's still five dwarves hanging at the end of the branches when the spiders start coming back, full of
1: rage more than ever. <laughs> <laughs> and it was at this point, Lindsay, when I literally was thinking, is everyone going to survive this? I know. Because so far, like, no one has died. <laughs> and it makes me a little nervous that, like, it's going to happen. And you just assume that everyone's going to be fine. Yeah. So I had that thought run through my head of, uh oh. What if, what if one of the dwarves doesn't make it? And I got myself really sad. Oh no,
0: that would be so sad. I know, I know. I mean, thankfully they all make it Mm -hmm. and then they all uh, start fighting the spiders. it says, then the battle began. And I wrote, then the battle began? I know. What is happening this whole time? (laughs) Well, this whole time it's just been Bilbo all on his own, which again, like major props to Bilbo again so Mm -hmm. impressed by him fighting all these spiders by himself and then the dwarves that are freed are like "Uh, uh, uh." (laughs) (laughs) uh-uh-uh it's our time to fight
1: (laughs) yeah which I loved even though they're so tired from like the poison and everything and not really being able to breathe that they still don't hesitate to just support Bilbo so yeah
0: and I mean they're you know for even though earlier I said I don't like have a huge affinity for dwarves or anything like they are pretty fierce fighters
1: like gotta hand it to them i agree with you okay so the the fight's getting tough and they're struggling and it's at this point when bilbo's like i need to disappear and I need to tell them that i have the ring and i was like fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) i forgot until now that they don't know about the ring right and my first thought was uh uh-oh what are they gonna think because in typical stories at this type of moment when you reveal a secret like that people can think like why did you keep that a secret and we're mad at you and whatever but quite literally the opposite happens yeah they're all like, like super impressed yeah and i love how he's like i'm going to disappear don't be alarmed i'll explain it later and they're like what and then he disappears and um they they managed to succeed yeah i also wrote points for ballin
0: perhaps because it says that ballin was the one who grasped bilbo's Plan better than the rest, and he led the attack. So I was like, okay, Paulin like yeah. you're thinking quick on your feet. Like you grasp Bilbo's plan, you're leading the attack, good for you. And then, like, just again, have to point out how heroic Bilbo is because he says, Go on, go on, I'll do the stinging. So he's like telling the dwarves to run ahead, and he's going to stay behind. And so yeah. he says he, dart, he darted backwards and forwards, slashing at spider threads, hacking at their legs, and stabbing at their fop fat bodies if they came too near. And the spiders swelled with rage and spluttered and frothed and hissed out horrible curses, but they became mortally afraid of sting and dared not come very near now that it was out, now that it had come back. And I was just like, fuck yeah, Bilbo. (laughs) Yes, he's such a badass. I know.
1: Oh, and it wasn't luck, you know, it was like he was really working hard. And I just, oh, I just love it so much.
0: Yeah, like he really took charge and was like, you guys go ahead. I'm going to fight these guys off. And mm-hmm. I am just, I mean, rightfully so. It kind of says later that they had changed their opinion of Maker- Mr. <laughs> Maker. <laughs> 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 they had changed their opinion of Mr. Baggins very much and had great respect for him. And I was like, as yeah. they should. And
1: then they bowed to him. When I know. He- I literally got the chills when I read that. I was like, they bowed in my notes and then I use the new emoji that's like the like teary-eyed like like happy (laughs) teary-eyed yeah 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 oh it's such a good moment again like the the validation that Bilbo gets from them is just I think beautiful um Mm -hmm. and right before that though too which is important is Bilbo explaining the ring to them And um, I just love that it says they had to have the whole vanishing business explained very carefully and that Balin in particular insisted on having the Gollum story, riddles and all, told all over again, Um, which I just thought was kind of funny. But especially
0: because they just like survived this really scary spider battle. Yeah. (laughs) And then they're like, wait, hold on. So tell that story again. Like, I guess they're probably like resting and recovering, but. I don't know if I'd want to sit around for too long after that, you know?
1: No, I agree. I'd be like, let's, let's go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The spiders, (laughs) they're going to come back. But it did say like, because they were in a sunny, sunnier spot, they could kind of tell that the magic, the -hmm. spiders didn't want to go over there. And so I'm like, okay, whatever helps you sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I wouldn't be 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 that that. relaxed, but okay. Yeah. They really did exert all of their energy and like, they don't really have a choice at this point, but to rest. That's true. That's true. I love how when Balin's falling asleep, he's like still repeating the story to himself. Like I just, what a little comical thing that didn't need to be in there, but is.
0: Yeah, well, and if you remember, it, it also mentions that Balin had been so like puzzled as to how Bilbo snuck past him after leaving the goblins. And yeah. then he's like, so that's how he sneaked past me. Is it? Now I know. <laughs> right, and like buttons all over the doorstep. Good old Bilbo. <laughs> I know, Uh I, I do it. think, I think Balin, I think I might, maybe have said this before. I don't remember, but I do think Balin's my favorite dwarf. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just like another like cute little moment. With yeah,
1: Balin. I do think that he is one of the dwarves that we've talked about the most. Him and probably Dory. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So finally, as they're all relaxing and about to fall asleep, Dwalin realizes that Thorin is missing. And at this point I was thinking okay, but when did he go missing? Because I don't, I didn't remember how many of them there were, right? And yeah. like, I couldn't remember how many Bilbo said he saw like hanging. So I was like, wait, did he fight in that battle? Or like, when did he go missing? And I think that's kind of the point to be honest. Like yeah. you're supposed to be confused.
0: Yeah, I I remember earlier when I had read it and it had said that there were 12 dwarves. I was like kind of confused because I thought like, oh, I thought they were 13, but then yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. And yeah, I had forgotten too. about Thorin being taken ahead of them. So I was just like, it it like crossed my mind, but not enough for me to like really pay
1: attention. Yeah, to. me too. Because I was like, wait, aren't they 13 or is it Bilbo that makes 13? Eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And like Gandalf so, was there at one
0: point. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, I don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> But um, yeah, they all realize that like he's literally not there. And then it kind of goes into telling us where Thorin is and what's happened to him. But the the dwarves don't know. and Bilbo doesn't know. So we learn that when Thorin stepped out
0: into the elves enchanted area, he fell asleep just like Bilbo had. And that's when he gets taken away by the elves as uh, prisoners. And, um, I thought it was interesting that they said at one point, um, you know, he's kind of like describing the different types of elves Mm -hmm. and where they came from and how these are wood elves who love the starlight and the moonlight, but it says still elves they were and remain. And that is good people. And I was like, are there no evil elves? Like, do no evil elves exist in the Tolkien universe? Which I actually looked Mm. it up. Oh, and apparently there were indeed evil elves. And one example is Fainur, 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 Fainur. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Fainur. Okay. Um, And his sons who they talk about in the Simurlion and blah, blah, blah. I guess I don't really need to go into that. Yeah. You know. You want to know more no,
1: no, about the Silmarillion? <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I don't think I have the energy to learn about the Silmarillion. But I do think it's interesting because you're right. It's like they're still good people, even though they also establish, and we already know that they dwarves and elves don't like each other. Yeah, yeah. But they're still nice to Thorin and feeding him and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So Lengilis is a wood elf, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because that was my thought. Was like, is Legolas gonna be here? <laughs> and of course, we don't know yet. But I know he's in this movie, so I am. I think he's in this movie. Yeah, he's in this movie. Like, do Orlando you want Bloom me to say? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, he's oh, in it. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure he is. Um, I should say he's in this book, but you know what I mean. I just have a visual of Legolas. Um, so yeah, I was proud of myself that I remembered that. Legolas is a wood elf Mm -hmm. and I'm excited to see where this goes because basically they capture Thorin and the king questions him Mm -hmm. and Lindsay you will be happy to know that it was at this moment where they were describing you know how and why they go in and out of the forest that I used the map oh (laughs) I am proud of you yeah because if you go to it let me go to it now I, I recognize now this is all of Mirkwood mm-hmm. and on the side where it says like the Elven Kings halls and you can see the forest river and going all the way along. And then I'm seeing, oh my gosh, they're almost at the Lonely Mountain and the Desolation of <laughs> <laughs> I know they're so close. This map is kind of giving spoilers. Um, but then there's a section in the center that says like enchanted elf path Uh uh-huh the whole elf path there so I just found it really interesting and then I was like oh this is where this is just a lot easier to see everything yeah that's why I love a map (laughs) yeah I love me a good map and Bayorn's cabin is even on here Mm -hmm. this is full of spoilers but you just don't know what you're looking at until you read it
0: yeah when you're when you look at it at the beginning you're like I don't know what any of this means
1: (laughs) this is so interesting to look at okay we got to keep going though but yeah. I did just want to mention that to you because I thought you would be proud of me.
0: I am proud of you. And it does show you that they really were close to the edge.
1: Yeah, they were. And that's why I looked it up because I wanted to see. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, they're so oh, close. There's even spiders drawn. Do you see uh-huh. the spiders? Yeah. Wait, that is so cute. Oh my gosh. And spider webs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just really enjoyed that when the Elven King questions Thorin he's like I'm not gonna say anything except for that I was starving so then every single thing every single thing he says he's like I don't know
1: because Uh, we're starving because
0: we are starving (laughs) and he's like we didn't attack your elves we came to beg because we were starving and then he's like well where are your friends now and he's like
1: I don't know probably Probably. starving And they're like, well, fine. If you're not going to tell us why you're in the forest, then we'll keep you here for a hundred years if that's what it takes. And then my thought was, well, at least they're going to keep him alive. Yeah. At least they're going to feed him because he's starving. (laughs) But I am so curious. Why do they care so much why they were in the forest? It's not like the forest belongs to them. Right. I mean, but he he was in like he was off the road, you
0: know, and they but like he wasn't trespassing like. Was he? I mean, I guess technically, I mean, he was trying to enter into their like feast. So they're like, why are you trying to join our feast? I guess.
1: I just didn't think a hundred years of questioning is a a correct, you know, punishment for stumbling into a feast and begging for food. So, well, you know, I feel like the Elven King's a little racist against (laughs) (laughs) war. Probably. (laughs) Uh, And then... So, you know, he's like thankful for still eating at the, in the prison or whatever the dungeon, but I love the last sentence of this chapter lens, mm-hmm, because then mm-hmm. it's just like Tolkien talking to us as the reader. And he says, it was not very long before he discovered, but that belongs to the next chapter and the beginning of another adventure in which the Hobbit again showed his usefulness. And I'm like, I'm yeah, so excited to see what happens. I know. I love these little foreshadow moments, but they're not like hidden. He's basically just saying like, keep reading. <laughs> yeah, Bilbo's going to save the day again. Just yes. wait? <laughs> and I do have to say, Linz, look at this. Oh, you can't see. We are officially way past halfway. I book. know,
0: we made it. I feel like that chapter brought us I past agree. halfway.
1: Ooh, I agree. we're in the final stretch now. I know, it feels so crazy to think about like, We've been doing this for so long, like eight weeks. Well, I'm
0: excited for you, Kelsey, to see what comes next. Uh, I enjoy the next chapter as well. I think I'm going to say that about every single chapter from this point on. I'm so um, excited. But yeah, it's a, it's another fun one. And we do for sure have a guest joining us for the next chapter, which oh my I'm gosh. very excited about. Yay.
1: <laughs> um, it's going to be a good time. I know, Lindsay. I'm so excited not only to keep reading, but also because we have a guest, and ooh, I'm just really excited. So I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I literally <laughs> am just—I'm talking about being excited at the end instead of at the beginning, like I usually do. I know. But- look at that, changing it up, keeping yes. people on their toes. <laughs> For those of you reading um, with us or following along or just listening, um, please feel free to answer our like respond to our instagram story about each chapter because we love hearing what you all have to think and we love answering all of your questions so give us any and all of your thoughts yeah and we'll see you all next time with chapter nine barrels out of bond. you've been listening to hobbits at heart if you enjoy our podcast please share rate and subscribe And for exclusive content, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Hobbits at Heart Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.